From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's up, y'all? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined always by Jake Weiss, the Eagles high school sports reporter. Jake, it's week three. You know, you know what they say about week three of the school year? It's exam week, <laughs> for better or worse. And to me, it kind of feels like it's exam week for a lot of our local schools here. We're going to see what they're really made of and some really key not non-district games this week. I don't know about you. What do you think, Jake? Hey, I like that analogy. Uh, yeah, it is kind of the third week here. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think back, kind of as you said, I kind of think back when I was in school, and it's like, yeah, the third week usually, you know, first week, that's syllabus week. That's the pretty easy week. Second week, you kind of starting to learn the subjects a little bit. Yeah, this third week is kind of exam week. And, uh, yeah, like you said, looking at these games, now that, now that you said that, I'm kind of thinking about it, and I'm like, going through the checklist in my head. I'm like, yeah, that game, well, that's an exam. Well, that one's an exam. So, yeah, should be a good week. Well, let's run through some of the biggest games of the week here in the BCS, and then we'll get to three games to watch in the Brazos Valley. Let's start with Brian Jake, okay? The Vikings coming off kind of a blowout loss to Huntsville last Friday at home. You know, when you kind of look back at that game, Jake, where, where did things kind of go wrong for Brian in there? Yeah, so there was a stretch there in the second quarter where uh, Brian just kind of couldn't get out of its own way. Uh, that was really the biggest issue. Uh, I think there was a stretch. Brian scored first in the second quarter, tied it up at 14-all, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I, I think we talked about it. We kind of said it was going to be a low-scoring game uh, going in. So at that point, I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, not really low scoring. This might be a little bit of a shootout, uh, and then it's kind of wrong because Huntsville ended up going on a 20 to zero run there, uh, and just kind of turnovers really kind of snake bit uh, Brian. They uh, fumbled the ball. They had an interception. Uh, just a really tough quarter for them. Huntsville went on to score uh, 34 points in that quarter, which we both know that's you know when a team scores 34, if you're not answering that, that's a, that's a pretty big hole. And unfortunately for Brian, they did answer at one point. Uh, I think you know. Huntsville scores 20 in a row. Brian scored, and then on the very next play on the kickoff, Huntsville returned it uh, 97 yards for a touchdown. That kind of, you know, kind of breaks your spirit a little bit there in a way, especially right before the half. So uh, just really, that was a tough quarter for them. Outside of that, you know, they, they kept it close. Uh, second half, you know, both teams are kind of still figuring some things out there in the second half. But I thought Brian played, you know, better in the second half. Just that second quarter is just kind of where train kind of went off the track, so to speak. You know, here comes the Burnham team now. This is going to be a tricky game for Brian. You know, the Cubs had a really impressive week one win over Oak Ridge, but they lost to Belton last week. I think that caught a lot of us by surprise. I'm pretty sure across the board we all had Burnham winning that game, yeah. team that they had beaten twice last year. I know Brian's a slight favorite in the Harris ratings, but this this won't be an easy one for the Vikings. Yeah, no, I look back because we were talking about it earlier before we started recording, and I was kind of like, man, what, what happened in that game last year? Like, I had to think <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a close one. I think it was 55 40. It was high scoring. Yeah, it was a high scoring one. Uh, you know, at Brenham last year, so kind of interested to see, you know, what it looks like this year because, you know, we both know both teams have new quarterbacks. Um, I kind of forgot to mention this earlier, but uh, it's kind of interesting for Brian. Um, Coach Tellis and I were talking afterwards. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked on this podcast about how they've used two quarterbacks. Uh, last week, it just went with Boone Turner, but uh, that was just kind of, you know, he said, hey, Casey Bird was a little nicked up. We just held him out, want to get him 100%. Uh, 
So, I mean, who knows? We, if we see him this week, it might be interesting uh, to see, you know, if it becomes a shootout like last year's game, uh, if they go back to kind of rolling the dice with uh, both those guys. Well, College Station, they were off last week, but they're back this Friday. Got a big road game against Temple. Uh, got a chance to kind of regroup after that loss to Lovejoy in week one. You know, this was an impressive win for the Cougars a year ago when they beat Temple by 10 and kind of really started to, you know, change the trajectory of where the Cougars headed uh, throughout the year. You know, Temple, they're coming off a blowout loss to Willis. And, uh, you know, Temple's a hard place to play for, for anybody. The big stadium, big crowd. Temple's a really good team traditionally. Uh, but College Station's had two weeks to prepare for them. You know, they're hoping to get Tony Hamilton back at safety. He missed that week one game. Uh, they're hoping Aiden Martinez-Brown's back to full health. You know, this is a cat fight, and uh, it's it's uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough one for the Cougars to come out on top, Jake. Cat fight. I like that. I just, I just got that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, because uh, I'm trying to think back. Uh, I mean, College Station had two weeks off last year, for, or did they have a game in between? Oh gosh! Oh no! They that, played. They played Nolan they Catholic played Nolan, week right? two. Okay, yeah. and that right. was like the weird game where we had all the lightning that one week. Please don't let yeah, that happen again. Yeah, I remember again. that. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, games what? didn't start till like nine thirty. That was awful. I know we had rain last. Was it last week? Uh, we had a little bit of rain. Yeah, we did have a little bit of rain yeah. last week. I don't want to jinx us, of course. You know, knock on wood, everybody. But uh, I don't think we'll have any more rains. I don't think we have to worry about the lightning. But yeah, now that you say that, I'm I'm getting flashbacks to all that lightning. Uh, those lightning delays. Well, I uh, we'll we'll see what the Cougars are able to do. That's the game I'll be at on Friday. Or you're going to be at the Bryan game, is that right? Yeah, I'll be at Bryan. Okay. Uh, I know we got our A and M group traveling to Miami. So yeah, uh, yeah. You and me will be we'll be holding down the we're, fort. We're holding down the fort. Although <laughs> it seems like everybody's going away this week. <laughs> Speaking of going away, Consol they're on the road against Lufkin. Uh, you know the Tigers were pretty sharp against the team from Mexico last Friday. Will Hargett had a strong night. I think Peyton Bjork is off to a really good start at wide receiver. He's had some really nice plays in both of their uh, games so far this year. You know, this is one that kind of got away from Consol last year. They lost by two touchdowns at home to the Panthers. Similar to Temple, Lufkin, traditional power, tough place to play, and uh, Panthers are always a pretty salty bunch. Yeah, uh, I think it's interesting. Went back way back when, or it seems like way back when now. But uh, when we did our high school media day, you know, I always kind of like to ask the coaches and players, you know, hey, any games you got circled, anything stick out, and you know, usually you do get the answer of just, you know, hey, every every game's a big one. But uh, you know, for Coach Smith, he talked about how, hey, Lufkin is a power. Uh, this is our final pre-district game. You know, they're off next week, uh, so this is it for them. So kind of right before district, I mean, this is a good test. Uh, Ferkinsall, like you mentioned, they lost last year. I know new staff, of course, now, but, you know, the players are fired up. I think I saw some of the players saying, you know, kind of getting themselves fired up on social media for the game, just saying they were excited for this one uh, this week. Uh, I just really think this will be an interesting one. Like, I, I'm already kind of interested in to get your thoughts next week on, uh, you know, when the game ends. I might have to might have to give you a call when you're driving back because uh, – or, excuse me, you, you won't be at Consol. Uh, I'll be we'll at have, College Station. Yeah, too. we'll have, uh, I think, Luke – uh, I, I don't I don't know who's going to Lufkin if I'm being honest. Oh, okay, yeah. Whoops, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, had I think Luke is mind, going to Elgin so. to cover Rudder, who we'll get to next. Oh, okay, well, never mind then. Well, I'll have to call somebody, <laughs> I guess, then. Uh, thought I had that figured out. But, yeah, I'm uh, really interested in this one because uh, I, I covered that one last year. I think Lufkin got off to a pretty hot start, and then Consol had to kind of dig out of a hole, um, which, hey, we haven't seen that yet from Consol. Uh, that defense has been – 
pretty solid. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, the defense has kind of been the calling card so far for Kinsall. You know, pretty strong performance against Huntsville, a team that put up 61 last yeah. week. Uh, so, you know, just from reading a little bit about what Lufkin's been able to do the first two games, you know, they, they've got some playmakers, some guys with some speed. And so defense really going to need to to buckle down against the Panthers on Friday night. I agree. Well, Rudder, they're they're really just looking to right the ship, I think. And and they're playing Elgin, a team that they've beaten the last couple years. You know, I I think the most painful loss of the week in week 2 has to go to Rudder. You know, they were up 34 nothing, had had a pretty extenuated series of turnovers and miscues that really allowed Salado to come all the way back and win by one. I know the Rangers are 0-2, um, but you know, they lost to what's proving to be a pretty good Willis team so far, and they kind of had just a really nightmarish second, third quarter against Salado. And so, I think I think Rudder, you know, you could look at them and say, you know, they, they lost two games, but I, I think the Rangers could possibly be right there on, on kind of flipping the script and, and kind of having a breakthrough win. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I looked back at last year because I was, you know, I know we've talked before on the show and we talked in the preseason kind of about, you know, how Rudder did last year. You know, they only won two games. Well, these next two games for them, uh, Elgin and then uh, Colleen Chaparral, those were the two wins that they had on the schedule. Um, you talk about, you know, they kind of need that breakout win. I mean, they they won last year against Elgin. I know it was at home, but it's hard to win on the road. We've talked about that. We all know that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, if they, they win here, I mean, they win this one and then they maybe win the next one back at home. I mean, you're 2-2, two and two, and you've got to feel pretty good about that going into district, especially for somewhat of a team that's, you know, they're not like all freshmen and sophomores. They're not super young, but it's still a young bunch there. So I think you get those first two wins under your belt. Hey, we know how to win now. Let's go into district uh, with, a, with a little bit more momentum. Well, hey, we got a private school showdown in Bryan this week. If you're a six-man football fan – this is the game for you, Allen Academy at St. Joe's this Friday. Allen ba- bounced back with a big win over Bracken Christian this last week. St. Joe's, they were off after kind of that stunner of a win uh, against Coram Dayal. You know, Coram Dayal was favored by, like, what, 45? And then St. Yeah, Joe's so. flipped the script and Mercy ruled them. I mean, Mark Mishler, man, he's, he's the truth. So... <laughs> You know, these two teams are pretty familiar with each other. It's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. I expect this one to be a good game Friday night. I think so, too. I went back and looked at crunched some numbers. It's math. I know I'm kind of famous for sometimes doing some math on the show, but I uh, went back and looked the last four years, yeah. kind of this senior class. Uh, St. Joe's is one. Uh, you know, when they were freshmen, just looking at it from the seniors' perspective, St. Joe's won when they were freshmen and sophomores. Allen Academy won last year. Kind of a surprising game last well, year. Well, if I if I was talking 14. with Cease earlier, and if he recalled correctly, Mark Mishler got hurt in that game or wasn't able to play. And so, you know, when you're without your stud quarterback, yeah. it kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. I know last week I talked on the pod about uh, Mark's stat line from week one. Uh, kind of my fault here, folks. I didn't actually have it on – you know, I didn't have it at the ready. So I wrote that down <laughs> too because uh, I just said he put up video game numbers, but I didn't say what they were. Uh, you know, that week one win, I know they've been off – they were off last week, but uh, 12 for 17, 278 yards and seven touchdowns. I think he added two rushing touchdowns too. So, uh, yeah, Mark Mishler, you say he's the truth. Uh, yeah. That week one stat line, uh, that, that backs that up. You know, 
in our pick'em, this is a really hard game for me to pick. I had a really hard time. You'll have to check the Eagle on Thursday to see who I picked. I'm not revealing who I picked. I will say, though, I am I in second or I'm in third place? You're not doing too hot. Yeah, no. I know that. No offense, pal. Hey, it's but, okay. Uh, but uh, Nicole, she's out in first. We gotta, we gotta catch her. So, um, yeah. That's all you, buddy. I'm, yeah. I think I might be in last, <laughs> folks. So, yeah. I was at least last after week one. So, needless to say, if you're looking for a good in-town game, if you've never been to a six-man game, go check this one out. It's, it's gonna be a fun one. These two teams always put up a good game against each other. So, uh, we'll, we'll see who comes out on top in the big showdown Friday night. So. Hey, real quick before we head out, three area games to watch, Jake. Let's start with Rockdale at Lexington. How about this matchup on the western front of the Brazos Valley? Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Rockdale, you know, it's first-year coach. Uh, not an unfamiliar face, Hunter uh, Hamrick, he's back. Uh, Rockdale's had some close games so far here. Uh, Lexington, kind of similarly, Lexington had a close one last week. Uh, you know, stopped their uh, – well – I guess snapped their regular season win streak because they won, you know, every game in the regular season yeah. last year, lost in the playoffs. So uh, their their win streak's gone. But it was only a one point loss to yeah, Troy. I think, I think Troy scored in like the final minute of the game, and then Lexington tried like a forty five yard field goal yeah, that, on the last play and wasn't able to make it. Yeah, no, it just came up short there. Um, but which who is who is Lexington's kicker? Because like <laughs> in the three A level, kicking a forty five yard field goal is very impressive at the high school level in general. I was gonna say, but especially general. at the three A level, I mean, you don't see that very often. Coach being able to trot that trot that guy out with confidence. So yeah, maybe we need to go find out who this Lexington kicker is. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, even at the college level, that forty five that ain't a guarantee uh, uh, every yeah. time. Absolutely, uh, this this is a good game though. I think. Uh, I think this is one that you know, if Rockdale can get this win, that would be that'd be good because Le- I know Lexington's down a division from them, but you know, they're without a doubt a district title contender, uh, maybe a regional contender in that in that region, and uh, you know, Rockdale's just they're just trying to find their way. I think yeah. and they're in a very competitive district themselves, so having a win like that could go a long way, and vice versa. You know, Lexington. You know, they they have gone accustomed to winning, and they're pretty good at it. So, I think I think there's a lot at stake for both of these teams. This this is kind of going in the theme of our exams, Jake. Because up next we got Anderson Shiro at Snook. The Owls, they're kind of they're kind of showing early. They might be the real deal, man. That that yeah. defense is uh, it's pretty good. Uh, they were. We had him on our player of the week this last week. Was it just the whole defense? That yeah, was the, the whole player of the week? whole defense was yeah, player like, of the week. Uh, I think I've only you know I've only been doing it for a year, but first time we've ever had just a whole position or a whole group, uh, excuse me, win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean Coach Hodges' team is uh, they're they're doing they're doing pretty well. You know, Snook. Um, I'm pretty sure you know they're they're owing to. They had the close yeah. loss to Iola in week one. Uh, they got beat pretty handily by Brazos Christian week two. You know. I think I think Snook's just looking to to get some momentum, right? You know, they're playing up a division, Anderson's three A division two, Snook's two A division one, or are they two A division two? Um, I know they're two A. I think they are. Beside, yeah. regardless, they're playing up, and you know, Anderson's Anderson's kind of starting hot. Yeah. So, 
um, you know, if you're the owls, you just you just want to keep rolling like you have. If you're snook, you want to you want to get you want to get something you know going. So, all right, last game, Cameron Yo at Waco Connolly. If I'm being honest, Jake, yeah. I'm probably not picking the Yeoman to win. Okay, but this is going to be a big litmus test for them for where they're at because Connolly, they are probably one of the most talented four A teams uh, in in the area. So, you know, I think a strong showing could prove that Cameron Yo, you know, they they they're the real deal. They could they can go toe to toe with the likes of Franklin when they see him down in district play. Well, I think too, uh Waco Connolly's a ranked team, I believe. Uh I don't want to say I was looking at the poll earlier and I think they were ranked last week as well. Yeah. That... They've got that four-star cornerback yeah. Kobe Black. Um, and so, I mean, you talk about them, you know, hey, can they compete with Franklin? Uh, you know, I mean, this he is might a be a five-star, actually. I, did I say five-star or did I say four-star? Uh, you star? said four. No, I, I think he's definitely a five-star. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you talk about them, you know, this is a good game for them. You talk about it being a litmus test. I mean, hey, it's a chance to go out there, prove yourself against a ranked team. Uh, you know, even if they don't win, I feel like if they have positive momentum, if they may, maybe if they just keep it close, they can go, hey, you know, we took a ranked team division above us. Now when they get to Franklin later down the line, they can go, hey, remember when we took those guys, you know, to the wire against the ranked team, division above? Uh, I think for Cameron, yo, and even for Snook, we talked about Snook last, uh, I think for both of them this week, you know, they might not come out with the wins, uh, but if they can just take away some positive momentum, kind of keep things rolling uh, right before district, I think it'd be good for both of them because, I mean, man, I know we're talking about Cameron and uh, Waco, but on that Anderson Shiro defense, man, uh, 50-0 shutout of Dan Barry last week. I think only gave up 36 total yards of offense. So if you're Snook, hey, you t- you score like that might be a we gotta hurry up and take a quick you know team photo by the scoreboard to, to celebrate. Uh, I think what did Lee Corso do that one time? Did he? I think I, I swear <laughs> I've heard a story about that. That uh, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I think he's done that when he was coach of Indiana. So maybe uh, you know get the uh, Blue Jays together real quick if you if you score first, uh, quick picture and then get back on the field. At some point this season, Jake, I want to do a segment on who's got the best mascot in the Brazos Valley. Because I'm sitting there in Navasota last week, and, you know, they got the big old rattlesnake statue outside the stadium. And I'm just thinking, yeah, I think Navasota might have the best mascot. But when you're going up against, like, you know, a Blue Jay, or, you know, what is a Yawa? (laughs) What is a Yawa? That is what I want to know. So... That's that's a discussion for another day, but uh, let, let's put a pin in that and come back to it at some point, okay? Yeah, sounds good to me. I'll start. I'm gonna start just having to go through the list <laughs> in my head now. Like, oh, you know. All right. Well, hey, I think that's all we got for you this week. Uh, be sure to check theeagle.com for all of our coverage leading up to Friday night's games. Be sure to follow us on Twitter for coverage of games this weekend.